0: Welcome another episode of Middle Ground with Jay Lee, LLC, where we treat you like family. That's the theme song, Detroit Love, off my first album, The J. Lee Experience. Another great guest for you in this early season 12, we have Essentials of Excellence Academy Executive Director, Beverly Manley. Welcome to the show. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you for having me
0: on. I appreciate you sharing your story. First no, question, no. what led you to this path?
1: okay so um i believe what led me to this path is um when i was um i'm a detroit public school product of detroit public schools and so um i felt that i um didn't get the the assistance that i needed to um be a fluent reader so i struggled with reading myself and um so um fast forward to um, when I started going to college, uh, started going to college, maybe, uh, back in, well, I started as soon as I left high school Then mm-hmm. I, um, I, I quit for a while and then I had kids and then I went back in 1998. And so, um, another thing start, I started, um, needing assistance with helping with selecting classes, financial aid, and all those things. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get the support that I needed. So fast forward to um, 2016, I started working in um, a public high school district. Okay. And I um, noticed a lot of children were failing. Hmm. And so um, my job was a, a college career counselor, but um, of course you get in there, you start seeing other things that need help, the, hmm. uh, uh issues going on. So um, what I did was uh, I started noticing, I'm like, all of these children are failing, but you know, why? So I started doing some investigating and I learned that these students... Some of them didn't know how to read. And so they were in high school. And so, you know, when you don't know how to read, you just start acting out and doing all other kind of things that that distract Mm -hmm. you. And um, so I I started taking a lot of those students under my wing and I would bring them to my office. And I started uh, the ones that would uh, allow me to, I would help them to learn how to read. Okay. So, um... After that, uh, like I said, uh, being a career counselor, uh, that was like the side job. And then the other job was um, pointing students towards their careers. So um, in the high school, uh, the counselors are are the ones, and we had a special counselor to help them with their college applications and applying for college. And however, um, it wasn't enough. Um, the, the person that was doing it needed more help, so I started helping on my own. Okay, wow. So, yeah. With um, college applications and financial aid and everything else that I was doing with my job description. So I decided once I retire, I would create a program that could help students and teach them how to read, elementary students, and um, to uh, help students with going to college and financial aid and selecting classes and careers.
0: Awesome. and That's the the company you have now, right?
1: Yes. Essentials Academy. Yes.
0: So what is it and what are the services offered?
1: Well, what we offer is that we offer um, to teach third graders how to read, uh, trying to prepare them for the M step test second graders for the M step test um, because I'm not sure if you know that um uh, the students who failed the M step test that they um build prisons on that data Oh wow. Yeah, so they send our little boys to prison um <laughs> you know uh thinking that those kids are going to be uh dropouts. So you know, so it's called a, a student-to-prison pipeline. Wow. And so um, that really pushed me because um, it's not that, that the students uh, are not able to learn. It's just that they need more support. Mm-hmm. And with myself, and, you know, and my organization that uh, we and with the parents support that we can get these kids prepared for that M-STEP test.
0: Yeah, because if you can't read, your options are limited. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to turn to the streets.
1: Absolutely. So so that's um, – and then what we do, too, like I said, we have uh, – I help the high school students and even students beyond high school. I, te- mm-hmm. I help them with financial aid, and uh, I help them with uh, applying for college. And I also help with students um, getting jobs. Uh, I had built a lot of connections in the um, – my previous job. Mm -hmm. So we have um, connections to a lot of different hospitals because I was, uh, I used to select a student for our uh, nursing program at the high school. Okay. So um, we had a lot of partners. And so uh, when the students graduate from our PCT program, we used to, um, we would have them and uh, go to, uh, to start working at a hospital. So. Okay. But, um, yeah, set them up with um, interviews and stuff. They had a direct connection to hospitals and a di- direct connection to going to a certain college.
0: That's awesome. Yes. Now, do you work with local churches in the Southfield, Michigan area?
1: Well, right now, I have not been working with uh, local churches. Uh, mm-hmm. actually it's been more of word of mouth. Okay to collaborate with churches, schools, um, whoever would have me so we can work together to make sure our students can read and uh, be able to have a great career.
0: Now, I do remember year before COVID, they were saying in the metro Detroit area, people, even adults, reading level was very low. Absolutely. Like, how can that be? There's The resources are available if you want to get help. It- not
1: necessarily.
0: It's
1: not. <laughs> not necessarily. It's easier said than done. No, no. it's not. If, you know, when you first of all, it's that stigma. If you don't know how to read, you know, um, people are shame are ashamed. I had students that would come to me and they would. I knew they didn't know how to read, and I would ask them. I would. I'd be like, "Come and um, read this sentence for me, or whatever this paragraph." Mm-hmm. They would just run out my office or never come. Yeah, so it's, you know, they're ashamed of not knowing, so it may be some resources out there that they can get some help, but um, you know, it's not common for somebody to be like, help me. You know, I need to learn how to read. You know, they really have to humble themselves to be able to get that support.
0: And people they might know can be don't mean to be cruel but the jokes they say ain't really cut deep
1: absolutely absolutely so um like I said a lot of a lot of kids be winging it out there you know um just barely making it and and won't improve their life because they think that they all they have in themselves is to work at a minimum wage job you know uh not realizing They can, it doesn't matter which age you are, that you can improve your life, you know, with skills, reading skills, comprehension, all of those things.
0: Now, the people that have come to you, what's been a rough data of where people go? They get better, they go to college, or absolutely so when it comes
1: to reading i had um actually because i just retired from freaking june so i i did a pilot um 2022 of um three students that i had that i was uh tutoring to teach them Mm -hmm. how to read uh they did very well the students um You know, they, with with parents' support, it can be so much better. Um, I know uh, one of my students and they wasn't really coming on a regular basis, but they were doing their best. And um, she went up to like two reading levels. And she, um, so, you know, She didn't live in my area, so like I I, um, referred her to someone else that was closer to her area. But um, yeah, it and it was only like a eight, it was I think it was like six to eight weeks. How it don't take a lot, it don't take a long time. Mm -hmm. It takes you know consistency. Uh, Two of these students they were going into the fourth grade, they wasn't even reading um, kindergarten sight words. Wow. So, yeah, and then you know, you know, one of them they um, want to say that they're special ed, and so they put these labels on these students. Yeah, and they might not be think they were a special ed student. Mm-hmm. And so, um, because when we started working together, sh- she was doing great, and so you know, I just think it takes, like I said, um, a little hard work consistency and parental support. Whatever a student is learning from school, the parent needs to reinforce it at home. The teacher do everything. The teacher has 15 to 45 students in the Mm -hmm. class, you know. So, you know, and then we get these students that um, fall behind. The teacher have these other students that's keeping up. So what happens to the ones that's falling behind? You know, and my recommendation, especially for elementary school, is to uh, have um, a, aide, a teacher's assistant. So when a te- when the student is falling behind, because a lot of times these students are not great in attendance either. So when they're falling behind, the assistant can help, uh, the teacher's assistant can help those students and why the teacher can keep going with the students that's keeping up.
0: Yeah, I remember a guest back in eighth grade, I think it was 9192. She had switched up the desk and she put like maybe eight of us to one side of the room. We we're like, we do something wrong. And she put everybody else where they were. Like, I'm not trying to sing no one out because I gotta help y'all. These people are ready for a high school level reading and all that. I got to help get you guys up. And we like, well,
1: we're going to help
0: too. These are people. Well, what do we need to do? Well, y'all can go to that table help. Like, hey, we all going to come up. Ain't no, ain't no separation up here, man. We ain't doing that. Absolutely. We all worked together before, that, before we graduated. Everybody was for high school level reading, whatever they needed. Awesome. Awesome.
1: Yeah, so with my... um so with my high school students and uh, the students that's already graduated, mm-hmm. I have students that have already, um, uh, they're working, they're going to college for nursing and awesome. whatever else they wanna do. So I stay in contact with my students and mm-hmm. so usually they reach out to me when they need additional help. So um, I have more, I have more success with them Because I've been working with them longer, but making sure that they um, get the assistance that they need to be successful in this world. um, That is my goal.
0: Okay. Now, when I was going through your page, I saw you had posted about a GoFundMe. Yes. Two weeks ago. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I reposted on my page to hopefully make put my eyeballs and more help with that.
1: I appreciate
0: that thank You're you for 25 students to, to bust them there and back to get the help yes thank you I oh, no problem that. that's that's a good cause and anybody i got over 1200 dollars connections y'all got some resources it's on my linkedin page go check it out see what you can do help out
1: okay that's Great awesome
0: I use your platform, man. You rock with me, rock with
1: me. Yeah, yeah, that's great. We, we we need to work together to be able to try to um you know be successful in whatever we're trying to do. You know, this journey, um, you know, it can be um challenging to try to uh get the support that you need to uh, you know, to try to uh for operations and all of those mm-hmm.
0: things. So,
1: absolutely i
0: appreciate that people i went to school with became teachers and i would hear those stories they had to put their own budget to the side to go get supplies for the young kids because some might not have a book bag or the pen or paper or whatever they need they just don't have extra money to cover everything like you used to that's right Uh,
1: when i was in a high I did all of those, I I bought clothes, (laughs) we bought food, we took food to families. Uh, We we, uh, collaborated as a a unit to support our students, Mm -hmm. Uh, the teachers we put money together, you know, we did things where we had, we helped change people names uh, that needed help with that. Like it was so much, um, it's Mm -hmm. it's huge. And um, the teachers have to go above and beyond, and they do always go into their own funds private funds to support the students anyway any way you can because it's a lot of needs it's a lot of homelessness you know and no. so, we've helped people to get into homes I work with um <laughs> a lot of different people to uh, help with all of those different things. We, we have a lot of homelessness in uh, the community when it comes to the high school students.
0: I know I experienced that at Wayne State before I graduated and got another job in the student center building. They had a certain area in the basement where they had like camping stuff. And the supervisors, I, I knew that I was over the building. like, hey, what's with all that camping stuff? Some of the students are homeless, so they let them come in and sleep here. That's why the building is 24 hours now. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, is a thing? Then you start hearing about the food pantries. Then I started reading about before COVID. A lot of colleges were having where kids go get what they need. I'm like, this is crazy. You need to be doing something in this country about that.
1: Absolutely. You know... In my opinion, I believe um, what happened is that uh, uh, that when when uh, it was the that um, thing going on with drugs and um, the crack epidemic, I believe that um, the parents; these are um, my students are the um, oh yeah they're, they're the children of the parents who are crack babies and so you know it really uh, a lot with the community on enabling them to be as successful as i think they can you know so it was really uh, a tragedy that um, that uh, crack epidemic took place because it affected Mm -hmm. so many and so you know just trying to get yourself together and your family after all of that, because a lot of people lost so much, you know? And now the students, they have to work, uh, a lot of them, even without the parents being on crack or whatever, they have to work to make ends meet, you know? So I had students that would come into the school and they're so tired, they're sleeping through class, you know, they're barely making it. And so, it. like I said, it's just so many components to uh, the need of uh, the students in school,
0: you know. And then you might have to be a, a pastor, a therapist.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. We were superheroes,
0: man. Shout out to teachers.
1: Yeah, we were all of that. Mm-hmm. Therapists, parents, uh, like I said, buying clothes, buying shoes, buying out, paying for We uh, had prime tickets, paying for prime dresses. All kind of things. Dumb.
0: Now, uh, after COVID, did you see uh, how were their mental psyches in dealing with? Oh my not God! no more. Were they were they able to somewhat get back to normal, or it was like, okay, we still got to bring you it back.
1: It, 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 it. That was so tremendous. It was so difficult. I had students calling me to telling me Miss Manley, I can't do this. I can't do this online thing. I need to go back. It, it was terrible to, um, we lost a lot of students. And I, I've heard about not in our district in mm-hmm. several, even in college, a lot of students, uh, well, didn't wanna go back to school. They didn't finish. They end up, some of them just taking a GED because they couldn't deal with it. It really messed with their mental. Wow. You know, they were scared. They seen family members dying. Um, COVID was really, I mean, we, like I said, but when we went back, we had lost over 500 students. Wow. A lot of students went online. It was, um, I, I am really glad that's over with, you know, trying to build this back up. And and like you said, uh, the students not able to read already. So they really had really um, fell behind because parents, a lot of parents don't even know how to help. And then a lot of the students didn't know anything about electronics.
0: Yeah, I just hear them stories on social media. that yeah.
1: So they just got a Chromebook. They just here, And, okay, now you got to get online. You got to figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. And they no idea. They should have been prepared for this. You know, public schools are so far behind wow. in um, teaching the kids um, about um, being online and um, all of those things, working on Chromebooks, you know, so it was a really sad, it was really sad to see all of that. I was glad when we, I was actually glad when we went back into the buildings, you know, I had a lot of parents into bringing their kids back. They were scared, but they were failing online. But, yeah. it, and they, and they trusted me and they worked out and they came back,
0: you know, so. Yeah, a lot of issues that were just, don't worry about it, we'll figure it out one day. COVID said that day's today.
1: Absolutely.
0: And everybody had to start figuring it out some people out who didn't deal with technology how do you work this like well i don't know youtube know or someone you might know in that field they got everything on there teach you how to do it step by step
1: yeah i was looking at another interview and this young lady was saying how it really exposed the school districts the educational system
0: yeah
1: yeah and I totally agree because <laughs> when I I believe the good Lord sent me in there when I got because that was my second career, and He wanted to show me what was going on in there, and it just broke my heart. You know, just trying to help. Ended um, mm-hmm. I ended up, I ended up um, creating a program for young ladies, and um, this program was called Young Woman with Purpose, and so. I mentor young ladies, started off volunteering the first year. And I and I put it in the middle school and then I put it in the elementary
0: school
1: of the whole district. And uh, just trying to figure out how to reach these kids, you know, and and that's the thing. And that's what I believe we have to we have to put our resources in elementary students because if they if we can get it right and teach them how to read. We can prepare them for middle school
0: mm-hmm.
1: middle school wouldn't struggle so much and then we can and then we put the funds back into the high school and try to prepare them for college because those students leaving out the high school is not prepared for college yep.
0: or go to trade school and make a good living too or
1: go to trade school, but a lot of them is not prepared for <laughs> any of those things.
0: Because yes, yeah, it, yeah, it's,
1: it's something about this generation. It's it's like an entitlement thing. So
0: yeah, you know. and, uh, yeah, that's a good percent that it ain't gonna be yeah. done in two minutes. Like no, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it take a minute. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, anything that's gonna be awesome, you got to get it out the mud, put some work behind it. Yes. And once you do, it's gonna drive like Ferrari. You we'll get all the steps. You can't skip.
1: Them. Yeah, that is true.
0: Now, what is the role of the executive director? Someone might want to take this path.
1: Well, that, the role is to make sure to oversee the whole um, organization, okay. making sure you have the board members in place, making sure you have staff in place making sure everything is running smoothly, um, hoping to one day be able to hire many people that can help creating this organization. And, um, mm-hmm. but for now uh, it's just me and just, um, I do everything <laughs> from running social
0: and media. That. <laughs> Good are so, in the ground up, I understand. Yeah.
1: Exactly. But however, I have um, faith
0: mm-hmm.
1: that it'll be okay.
0: Okay, hey, your, your vengeance will be coming soon. Amen. mine, mm-hmm. My best thing would be to let go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, they got it. Yes. Well, we reached the point to promote and market what you got going on. The floor is yours.
1: Okay. Well, um... Essentials of Excellence Academy is an organization that would love to help your student learn how to read and comprehend. I also can help with elementary math, and uh, we do also uh, mentor students. A lot of times, some students in high school don't know what path to take. So what we do is we have have conversations with these students. To help point them in the right direction, to help them figure out what they want to do, not select anything for them, but teach them how to fish for themselves, how to um, think about what they're good at um, and let them know that it's okay if you don't know right now. So we help with the financial aid. If you need help with financial aid for your child or and we help with... Um, College applications. So, um, if you would like help for your students, just uh, contact us at eea_tutoring.org, and we're on the website there. And you can um, set them up, set an appointment up with us, and with me, and we can um, go from there. I'm on Facebook at EEA. I'm on. Um, uh, instagram at essentials of excellence all one word yep and linkedin so we do accept donations we're trying to um be able to prepare for this summer and after school to help students learn to read anything else that
0: going on no uh
1: just donations, donations donations that that would help me a lot uh, I'm working on creating a vehicle where I can go to students' homes. A lot of students don't have um, transportation and I want to create a vehicle that would have um uh, uh, like a little office inside of it where I can have this park in front of the students' home that I have cameras in it and I can tutor them in front of their own homes so. That is my goal too. I'm raising money for that as well.
0: Well, uh, I'm in agreement with you. In the name of Jesus, you will have it soon.
1: Amen. Yeah.
0: Thank you. No problem. You're doing, you're doing the good work.
1: I thank God because it's all him. He uh, deserved it. All the glory you know, <laughs> that he put this purpose inside.
0: The reason I'm doing this because this was none of my plans. <laughs> <laughs> like that, right? <laughs> I'm trying to do music only. Like, what are you talking about interviewing people? What is that? <laughs> yes, I, I don't know. Introvert. I don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> that's to <our> strangers. <laughs> well, you know what you're doing. Yes. Yes. Next question. What has been your biggest challenge on your journey?
1: Well, I guess I answered that already. And I uh,
0: <laughs> donate,
1: I mean, um, uh, getting support in funding this organization, uh, a nonprofit is bigger than what you can even think of all of the things that you have to do to stay in appliance, uh, with the government. Okay. It, it's, it's a lot of work. So, so being in compliance with the government and, um, you know, just having a place where you can do, um, where you can do your uh, services, you know, they ask for so much. I, I'm i a grant writer, so I write my own grants. Okay. A lot of things that they ask for, you know, you have to have all of these things in place, you know, a location mm-hmm. and all these things. A lot of times they don't even want to give you anything if you don't have all of those things in place. The websites, the links, all of these things you have to pay for. These things are, um, you know, so far, my husband and I have been funding it. Okay. So you know, I'm on to get to the point because uh, now that I'm retired, it it can get a little tight with the funding. So just um, one to be able to keep, um, you know, the options open for the students to be able to come to my office and to be able to be yeah. uh, to get what they need to succeed.
0: Okay. I'm definitely going to follow you on Facebook and Instagram. Great. Thank you. I can keep trying to help get the word out, get my eyeballs to partner with you. Thank you. In your words, what has been your impact in the community? The
1: biggest impact, in my opinion, is um, helping those students go to the next level. Um teaching those students um whatever the tools they need to learn how to read um helping these the high school students and the college students to um continue to move forward with their journeys uh that would that's mm-hmm. been like, in building the relationships with relationships are so important true so just just having that that open um relationship with my students has been really 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 good and i believe that impact i've impacted more uh high school students than i think anything positive impact
0: okay and if you saw from yesterday episode and i put up latest episode of the guest i put on information website that donation link in the description so I put on my platforms and people can see it and reach out. That's awesome. Gotta do my part, lean little grounds. worldwide, gotta help the people. Oh,
1: yes. Yep, I believe in serving, that's
0: awesome. Now we reach Yoda gang. Hope I made you comfortable, relaxed, to reflect on the best advice possible to help somebody. What advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose?
1: So I believe uh, my advice for you who's trying to find your purpose. First, you have to trust in God. God, he, that's who shows you your purpose. Building that relationship with God. um, And um, asking them to direct your path. You don't want to do anything unless it's God's will. It doesn't work. I'm a faith person and I believe in Jesus Christ and the Trinity. I believe in all of those things. And I believe that I wouldn't be this far if it wasn't for the good Lord. I've had my struggles
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I couldn't have done this without them.
0: No, same here. <laughs>
1: oh, that's that's the only advice that I can give somebody about purpose. Because right. purpose is is, you know, usually is something that you're really good at and you you do it without effort. I knew my purpose when I started working at the high school. I started volunteering. When you're doing something that you'll do for free, I did it for free for a year. And mm-hmm because God aligned everything up. As soon as I finished my master's degree, the, the, my job, the job opening came, the description was exactly what my master's degree uh, was about. And so I applied for the job and it was just, and I got it and I thank God for that.
0: Yes.
1: So if I didn't have that job, I would have still continue to work with those students for free. And I love it. And I love working with students. So
0: I, I I also saw you going for your doctorate too. How's that coming?
1: I am currently in uh I'm I'm working on my dissertation. Okay. So I'm hoping to be done 2024 really soon. <laughs> so yes.
0: Doctor in the making. Amen. That's gonna be awesome. And a few people that were former guests. That went on and got their doctorate. Amen. No, you be just like them.
1: <laughs> Amen. This
0: your first time doing a podcast? Yes. How did you like the experience? I
1: have a, I haven't done a podcast. I've done a podcast on my own. Like I have a podcast where I'm talking about health. Okay. But I had someone interview me, so yes, this is my first interview,
0: and I. And what's that last thing you said?
1: I said, and I appreciate that. Okay. Right.
0: Well, did I live by the tagline where we treat you like family make you feel comfortable?
1: Absolutely. Awesome. I enjoyed every minute of it.
0: Awesome. Well, you're always welcome back. You got something going on, let me know. I can put you on so you can talk about it.
1: Okay. Sounds great.
0: Always down to collaborate. You gave some great advice and some Information I did not know was going on. That is wow. We we, we need we need more help with our, our people that voted in to help out with this education thing.
1: Yes, we do.
0: A lot <laughs> of people yeah. that can't read. A lot of people cannot. We gotta get that number down for real. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do. Yeah,
1: especially working with the young people. Like I said, if we can um people where they are, if we Mm -hmm. can keep them young, if we can stop them, the students from going into the prisons, uh, that's Mm -hmm. the pipeline. You know, to me, that would be, I couldn't ask for anything else uh, more because um, you know, that would save a lot of our young men.
0: I definitely agree. And if you need help, is more strong to actually help than to be in darkness, doing stuff you shouldn't be doing.
1: Absolutely.
0: Because ain't no women in prison. Ain't no come and go as you please in prison. Ain't nothing in prison.
1: Absolutely.
0: But people telling you what to do, if you don't listen, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. But that ain't living.
1: That ain't living. <laughs> You're right.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. I definitely want to thank Essentials of Excellence Academy Executive Director, Grant Writer, Future Doctorate, Beverly Manley, for sharing her journey, giving us great advice, for her listen. Check out her website, eeatutoring.org. I'm going to put up the information in the links I already posted about if you want to donate to her company to help out, help the kids, and help her get her mobile vehicle to tutor. With cameras. Now, I expect to be seeing that post one day. You got all that stuff going. Amen. Yeah. Thanks. I you. hope you enjoy your night.
1: You too. I'm
0: going to finish all this. I hope everybody be safe this weekend. And then you'll see the clips in a little while because I'm gonna take a break <laughs> Then come make some reels. So I got two episodes. But for tonight, you're going to see clips on LinkedIn because StreamYard does all that awesome stuff now.
1: Awesome. Okay.
0: I mean, if you want to share it, whatever, do what you do with it.
1: Okay. Awesome. Thank yeah. you so much.
0: Also, if you can, if you go to my YouTube channel, Middle Ground with JLE, subscribe to it. That'd be awesome. Oh. And you about to say something before I interrupt, unfortunately?
1: No, I was just going to say, if anybody want to join my crusade of trying to save our our kids, they're more than welcome. Just contact me. I would love to partner with some people that's willing to support
0: this cause. Absolutely. And until next time, everybody, enjoy the rest of your weekend.